Hi guys and welcome to this week's Bad Breath. Nah, oh, I can't even do it. I've nailed it. Yes. Every time. Oh, what's happened to you? you used remember, to be I'm editing this one. <laughs> remember, I'm editing this one, so this one will be in it. Oh, yeah. Hey guys and welcome to this week's Bad Bookers Wrestling Podcast, episode 24. I am your host, Moving. I'm here with Chris and Matt this week. Say hello, everybody. Hello. Hello. This is totally not the first time we've recorded this entrance. Entrance? It's... Start again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Entrance, <laughs> fucking hell. Intro. Intro. You're bad as smooth, man. I know. But I'm not the host. It's because his bae's not here. It's because Jack's not here. That's all I it know. is. I know. He, he feels he... lost without him. <laughs> yeah, but when Jack was here, I still made a mess of it last week. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> just true, didn't actually. put it in the edit. <laughs> How are well, we I'm all? editing it now, so, so, so I'll make sure it's in. Um, doing good, mate. How are you? Um, yeah, I'm back at work next week, so slightly depressed. Boo. Get over it. The rest of us are at work all the time. Yeah, well, <laughs> I work harder than you. There we go. I'm a carer. I work, work two jobs. True. I can't, I can't really complain. No, you can't. So, <laughs> um, I'm going to go all out and... Start off with a rant this week. Okay, what are we ranting about, Smoothman? <laughs> I'm ranting about how raw, how raw is at least an hour too long. Yeah, well, isn't that what every other podcast has said for the past four years, or however many years? I don't know, but I, 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 I was having this. So Wolfie, who was our one of our prediction guests a couple of weeks ago, I dropped into his stream today. And we were having a conversation about how the talent pool for WWE is very, very high, yet their TV time isn't enough, yet they still pour crap down our throats. Well, it's it's because the big guys get all the main segments. I mean, it's always been like that. But again... Even if you go back to the Attitude Era, I mean, The Rock would have, what, four, five, six, seven segments of the show? The, the whole show would be built around Triple H and The Rock if that's what the main feud was. And then you'd have, I don't know, Val Venus versus The Godfather for a couple of minutes interspersed <laughs> in between it. You see some hoes for a couple of minutes and then you go back to see, you know, get back to reality. Good old attitude era. Wrestling in the 90s, everybody. <laughs> indeed, indeed. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm just, I think I'm getting more annoyed and I don't want to watch it. I don't even want to watch the highlights anymore, but I kind of host a podcast that's about WWE, so I kind of have to well well what so what do you want to watch then considering considering <laughs> this is a wrestling show you like wrestling you like talking about wrestling what do you want to watch instead smoothman then i don't know Talk <laughs> i think your main issue is you're watching the youtube highlights because when i watch the youtube highlights you get most of the boring stupid finishes and crappy like nothingness and the matches that you get are actually pretty good, but you get like a 45-second clip of the match with a promo before and after it on YouTube, yeah. whereas you get the 15-minute match on the actual show. I think you'd enjoy it more if you could record it on a Monday night and then skip the bits that you want to rather than what WWE make it. Well, well, then, well, then you could look at it and go, do you watch... Um, I'm not going to name the YouTube channels because obviously we don't want them to all go away. But do you watch like, is there's a 25, 30 minute video 
which is highlights of Raw and highlights of SmackDown, and it's chopped every sort of five seconds, so so it doesn't get taken offline. Do you watch those ones, or you just watch specifically the WWE YouTube channel videos? The WWE ones. Okay, that's fine. No, no, I, I'm because that's the, honestly that's the first thing I do. Us in the UK, apart from Jack, who's a nocturnal nutcase, don't stay up at night and watch it. It's very rare that we do. Um, so, so I, I'm up early with my kids. So it's about five thirty, six o'clock in the morning. Uh, the first thing I'll do once I've once I've grabbed grab my coffee, got the kids sorted out, I'll sit down, load up YouTube, and I'll and I'll watch the, w, the, the I'll look through the WWE highlights, and I'll try and watch them in order to try and piece the story together. And then and then I'll go and check Reddit see if there's anything major that wasn't shown on the YouTube highlights. And then later on in the day, when you know everything's all sort of settled down, I'll I'll you know, before I go to bed or something, I'll watch the seg uh, the sort of thirty five minute bulk highlights but obviously with those they you know you still get the promos but you'd get three seconds of it and then it cut uh, or it jump a couple of seconds and it come back and then you'd see it it takes a little bit of getting used to but it you can piece it together it's it's very useful for the matches if you simply don't have the time to watch all of it um you still get the sense of what's going on in the matches but at the same time you know you're not filtered by wwe's youtube crap mm. and I'd love to. I'd love to record it. Um, Virgin Media, if you're listening and want to sponsor me to get Sky Sports, that'd be great. Um, we have no way near enough listeners for that to happen. <laughs> we don't. We don't have the clout. I know. I know. If, if um, we're using rice gum terms, we have no clout. I've got the only thing I've got is Sky Go, and that's because my parents let me borrow it, and they do. I've, I keep looking on the Tuesday and Wednesday, and they don't put them out early enough for us to record. We'd have to record on a Saturday morning or something for me to actually yeah. watch the full. And it's not even the full highlights. Even Sky don't put the full ones on. They put like a two-hour version. Yeah. Of well, yeah, well, the other side of it is um, uh, as, as another member of this podcast send, uh, was, was able to send me a link earlier on to um, where you can actually watch. The, uh, what, I don't know why we're talking about this in the fucking live podcast. <laughs> but you can, no, I don't. But, but, you know, you can, you can see the whole show. There, there are ways yeah. to do the whole show. I know. I to. just, I just need to get over myself, or just fucking buy it. Just buy Sky <laughs> Sports. If if you upgrade for eighteen months and sign yourself into a contract, it's eighteen extra quid on your Sky bill. Yeah, but I don't have Sky. I have Virgin Media. Oh, well, you're yeah, going to pay like then, forty-seven quid, then, aren't you? Is it that much? Well, it's already going up to so It's already going up. After his initial period, this this could wait. <laughs> <laughs> this conversation but, could can be had at another point. I think. Yeah, but I just think, yeah, I I don't know. It's just, I think we've mentioned it before. My exposure to watching the indies and following the indies on Twitter and seeing the stuff that they produce, and I think because they they don't produce what is a weekly show. And kind of same with NXT. NXT is drip fed with an hour each week. It's yeah, NXT is like an indie show, but with WWE production values, it's kind yeah. of that's why it's the best product out there because they've got the clout to spend the money to get the best wrestlers in. They've got the clout to have an arena where they've got decent camera angles everywhere, and they've they've got the ch the time to go right. Well, we're going to film four episodes today. And they, they they only have an hour a week to fill. They don't have to fill three hours with Peyton Royce and Billy Kay versus two people I've never heard of or, or the Riot, Riot Squad. Or, or the other side of it is you just have to accept that Raw and SmackDown, some of it's a bit filler, some of it's a bit shit. 
but you do still get some good parts of it. I mean, I genuinely couldn't sit and watch three hours of Raw and I, I just couldn't do it. I no did. Matter, I, I just, I can't, I can't sit and watch three hours of it. It's just how many fucking adverts there are. I can't stand it. I but drove that's America. It absolutely drove me insane, but I did this week because I had a, a mixed up weekend where I didn't sleep between Saturday and Monday. Um, I then stayed up Monday night because I, I, from like 3 a.m. on Monday all the way through till 3 p.m. So I wasn't tired when Raw was on. I stayed up and watched it, and the drag to sleep breaks. Huh? It didn't drag to those advert breaks was really annoying. But I because I watched the whole show this week, and like in some weeks I'll only watch the highlights because I watched the whole show. I actually quite enjoyed some of it. Hmm. Obviously, there was quite a bit of filler, but. There were some good bits as well that you probably won't get to see on the YouTube highlights. Yeah, that's that's also the other bit that annoys me is like, oh, if you've got Hulu, you can watch it the day after and stuff like that. It's like, well, we need well, something in this. Here, co- we need that. We need something in this country that does that. Yeah. But I digress. So um, let's talk about Raw. I think my my main issue with this is because of all the Kevin Owens stuff, and I'm going to jump into that first because that is something that has had all four of us in an absolute frenzy about (laughs) what is going on with Kevin Owens. Because Kevin Owens is probably one of the best wrestlers, at least in the company at the moment, or has been for a couple of years. Um, Because it's um, something that, oh, I don't know. I just can't explain how good he is. Like Kevin Owens is probably the best all-round wrestler on Raw. He can talk for days. He can get the crowd to either cheer him or boom, whatever he wants the crowd to do, he can get them to do it. And he's an incredible in-ring talent. He's got mm. everything. He's not a great worker who struggles on the mic. He's not a brilliant mic worker who struggles in the ring. Like, mm. like what I would say is he's as good on the mic as Elias, as well as being as good at the ring as Finn Balor. Like, different style, obviously. Like he is almost the perfect wrestler, and I think that's why everybody loves him because you know that if he if he's getting in a promo feud, you'll get a great promo feud. If he's getting in a wrestling feud, it'll be both, and he can drag performances out. Mm. People, especially on the mic, he can drag a good promo. Yeah, and and to be quite honest, when he did that stuff with Sami Zayn, that potentially could have been booked horrifically. But because of the chemistry that him and Sami Zayn had, he they could pluck what they polished a turd effectively. Yeah, um, it, it but, dragged on for far too long, didn't it? But it never felt yeah. <laughs> terrible because no. those two have great chemistry. Like you say, they've they've been working together for however many years. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I mean, you you know, you guys know, and I'm sure the listeners know how much of a fanboy I am of Kevin Owens um it's I can see why they've written him off telly for a while I th- I think it's the right thing to do they've booked him and buried him into a hole yeah. where he has no credibility unless he comes back fresh and comes back as a legit killer which is what he came in mm-hmm. as he mm-hmm. came in as the prize fighter he came in as the guy who was able who beat John Cena on his first night who he won the universal title. Okay. It was a bit, you know, he got it off of triple H's help, etc. but he still won the fucking thing. 
Um, he, you know, he, he was Intercontinental Champion. He puts on amazing matches. He puts his body on the line every match. And, and it's, I, I, and, that, and that's, that's, that's not to say others don't, but he does it in a way that it just it feels more believable. His trash talking. It's like shit like when when um when uh when Enzo and Cass was still a thing and uh, he was doing Enzo's dance on the fucking on the on the apron, the hardest part of the ring. I don't know how he managed to do that. But they did like Enzo's walk on the side of it, just mocking. And I love just those little bits. And it's it's a shame that he's been just sort of in effect just buried completely. Um, yeah. I didn't th think they had to do the quick roll personally. I mean, they they they, I, they, they, they could have just they could have just wiped him off telly for a while. I genuinely think they did it as a as a shock factor because it had all four of us talking about it instantly. The thing the is, the moment I saw the YouTube highlights and went, "What he he's quit? What?" Yeah, and I think I, it's probably because they've seen like other things that have gone back to kayfabe work so well in NXT. How many people are talking about Champa versus Gargano and all, all all that kind of stuff? And it's given them the chance to like like you were saying earlier, um all of his stuff's back on pro wrestling tees. He's been mm. moved on to the former alumni. roster list or yeah, alumni list. Alumni list on the what WWE. Boy level, sadly. Uh, which is just like th that kind of thing is going to get so many people talking about it. And then he can sort of like then people can forget about him for even if it's three months i think it needs to be longer than however long ziggler was away for that wasn't long enough that to write something on. wait no no not yeah anything it, longer than that. he needs to be rumble time pop i would yeah. say that's what i would do with him i would bring him back in the rumble not mention him again at all now until he comes back as entrance 30 on the rumble Mm. My, other, my other thing that I think Jack shared, or was it you, Matt, shared with us, and we had a conversation about on Facebook was yeah, the, that was um, that was me. Was the fact that he's going away because he's going to get leaner? So I, I I said this last week. I said I don't think Vince likes his character because of how much podge he's got on him, which I think is rude. We've seen what happens with Meltzer and a certain <laughs> It's yeah, exactly. It's not good to call someone out on their size and their weight and things. You don't see people didn't call out the big show, did they? Big show they did, did off his they did actually. <laughs> yeah. The big show didn't lose weight because Vince McMahon told him to. He went and lost weight because he felt like it. No, no, no. He did before. Not recently, he did before. Legit, he was like five thirty. He got he got taken off telly and beat and beefed down to OVW because yeah. uh because he was overweight. Dangerously overweight. That was just and, after he came from WCW, wasn't it? So it was uh, no, no, he, he was he was in for a little while uh, in WWE, and then uh, Brock Lesnar saved his career because Brock Lesnar came up and he was asked if he wanted to work with him. He said the Big Show, and that was it. And and then and then that, that that's how he sort of got his uh, got his big break, his sort of return. Uh, going back to Kevin Owens though, it's oh man. See, the thing is, I've got a I've got a feeling that he didn't know. That this was that this was good, or that this storyline was being put on him because he went public around a week ago saying that he's just signed a five-year contract. If he hadn't have done that, because we were talking about this in the DMs earlier on, because yeah. um, 
because he, he went public with guerrilla radio or guerrilla position saying, yo, I'm really happy. I've just signed a new five year contract. But I mean, if I didn't, if no one had known that, or if that wasn't known knowledge, it, I, I could have genuinely believed that he's left. Mm. Um, he, he, he I didn't know that. So around. that's what I yeah. thought. Yeah, mm. exactly. Uh, cause, cause that's when Jack went, well, isn't he just signed a new five year contract? Thought, oh shit. Yeah, you're right. I can't believe I've been so dumb. And mm. um, it's it's sad. Uh, it's 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 sad that that he's been sort of put in this position. But on the plus side, we could come back to having an absolute bastard. We could have bastard Kevin Owens, mm-hmm. and that's what we miss. I don't think we need. I know the report that Matt said said Paul Heyman's going to be his new. Yeah, um, I kind of no no no. I mean, I mean, I was a bit like, uh, it doesn't need a mouthpiece, but, it, uh, but I mean, as you guys said before, because because obviously I was batting for the one well, he's really good on the mic, and he went, yeah, well, so CM Punk, and mm-hmm. you think, oh well, yeah, but you know, you could have the CM Punk Paul, Paul Heyman dynamic with Kevin Owens, you could, you could, but like I say, I don't. Two things, I don't think he's going to drop drop weight and look lean. No, I don't, no, I don't, don't think that weight, bollocks. And I don't think Vince is ever going to push to the moon somebody who is not in his image. So I don't think it's going to be any time soon that somebody like Kevin Owens gets a, a really long title stretch. Like I could see him getting another 150 200 day stretch as universal champion. Mm. I can't see him pulling a CM Punk and getting four no, and beating Lesnar. Did you guys see his uh, Kevin Owens twenty four, uh, or his, or his special on WWE Network? Know. It was amazing. Is it the most recent one? Yeah, well, it, seen... it's very recent. One. It, it 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 chronicles a couple of weeks before he became Universal Champion to him winning the Universal Championship to uh, to him not having a match on on a pay per view. I can't remember which one it was, or something along those lines, or having a really low, or like a pre show match or something. So it goes from it goes from here all the way up to the top, and then all, all the way, way back down. down. And um, there's one, he has a match on, on Re- WrestleMania. I think it's his Chris Jericho match. And um, Vince is in Gorilla sitting there after the match. Kevin Owens comes up to him and goes, hey, what do you think of the match? And Vince Magic goes, no, didn't like it. Shakes yeah, his head like I've that. seen that one. You've seen that. And, that, and I retweeted an image. I, I think it was from Gorilla Position, where it goes, oh, image did you think of after you've seen the Kevin Owens incident? And it's just him standing in front of Vince, and Vince is just going, shaking his head. And you're like, yeah, that's it. That's 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 him buried. And I, I get the feeling the trips has had a word in his in in Vince's ear. Going, no, look, he's legit. You need you need to believe me with him. And because uh, he's a mark seller, he's a he's a marks guy. And he is. If they were ever looking to bring CM Punk back or give or give CM Punk a storyline, you give that shit to Kevin Owens, and he can run with that to the moon. Mm. I they, they they put they put they put trust in him again. Kevin yeah. Owens is just that wrestler that makes you think that you could do it. Mm. Like he, you can relate to him. He's got a bit of podge on him, but he's he he works. It's not even podge. It's just it's just muscle. It's muscle and and it's his body shape. Yeah, mm. and that's and like it works so well for his character as well. If you had Buddy Finn Balor trying to do a cannonball, it wouldn't look brutal. The way because of the shape of Kevin Owens when he does that cannonball just looks absolutely brutal. Mm. But you no, no. like, you look at people like Dave Mastiff, big demo. They're not typically the guys that you see who are lean as anything and, and, and running, but they run hell for leather. They have, they are, they have agility. Yeah. They, they make things like the cannonball or whatever look horrific. 
Yeah. In terms of that's going to work, whoever is doing it on. Well, we're going to see it soon with Keith Lee, aren't we, in NXT? Oh, Keith is going to be astounded by what that guy can do. Keith, he had a match in NXT, I'm sure we'll talk about it at the end, but he did Hurricane Rana. Oh he, he did a Hurricane Rana on somebody who was running past him. It was the guy. Just- He's a genetic freak. He's yeah, absolutely <laughs> mental. But yeah, like uh, if Keith, if they use Keith Lee well, he'll be universal champion in two years' time. Yes, mm. but we certainly. Uh, it's not going to happen. If. No. if yeah, so that was the Kevin Owens thing. So he literally said, "I quit, left, well, and then it was this." After, after he, t- he did have an IC title match, and a very good one at yeah. that. Let's let's yes. be very clear. And yeah. I, I forgot, I forgot he does his moonsault as well. The sp- in effect, like the oh, it looks so game. good. It oh my god, so I so good. Yeah, I know he missed. I it, wish but... I could do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but I mean, it makes spin, it jump, moonsault. Love it. Simply lovely. Um. So other things. Um, um, we pretty much Braun Strowman's come out and said, I am gonna fight you at Hell in a So in Hell in a So. This was um, my least favorite segment of Raw just because it was eight minutes of entrance music, then an advert break, and then they started talking. That's what it was. It was America. Roman, Roman <laughs> came out to his entrance music, said about 15 seconds worth of stuff. Braun Strowman's music hits. He walks out to the ring. Advert break. We'll see what happens after this commercial break. Oh. Sorry, the podcast is going for a break for five minutes. We'll be back. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. Then, then he came back. And, uh, yeah, uh, Braun Strowman was like, no, I'm not going to challenge you like you've just asked me to because you're just going to get your friends to come and help you. So I'm going to challenge you in a place where your friends can't come and help inside a cell. And fine, like no, we no, no, all no, no, know. No, to, to me, enough. that's fine. That that, yeah. that 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 to me, that to me is babyface, reasonable way of cashing in. But then at the end of the night, it's we like what? It. <laughs> yeah. So the, the, this is the bit oh. that I've just read as well. I've just read that apparently after they shook hands, Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre erupted. YouTube didn't show that. Not a clue. What was that? Apparently, um. The yeah. Dolph Ziggler came out after, and Drew came out after they both shook hands. So Did after he said, "I'm gonna... no," yeah. So Dolph they Ziggler literally showed them shaking hands, and, and that was it. Uh, Drew McIntyre came out to the ring. Drew McIntyre was on about how he wants to challenge for the Universal Title. Um, they had a bit more banter where they were saying that um, they wanted to have a match with the Shield at some point, and then. Uh, GM Corbin came out and uh, said he was going to make historic matches. Um, so it was going to be uh, Strowman versus Roman inside Hell in a Cell, and he made that match. And then um, uh, Drew McIntyre and Ziggler said, well, they wanted to fight the two in the ring at the end of the match. So Corbin then said, I'm going to make a historic main event for this Raw, and I'm going to make those two fight those two. And it's just like, why is Corbin just repeating what Drew McIntyre is saying? Well, no, no, it's 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 because it's because it makes him look more, look more of a dick because because he's like, well, I, I'm the one in charge here. I'm the one who makes the matches and bloody 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 blah. Mm. But, yeah, it, yeah, it was a little bit. It was a little bit dry. It needed a little bit more humor or something. It just it was it felt a bit lacking. 
Sorry, yeah. I, 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 and I'm going to skip here, but I'm going to skip to the end of the show purely because we are, we're still we're talking about the Roman Strowman situation. Fine. This sounds like the Rock and Sock connection, and I don't like it. The Roman <laughs> Strowman connection. Rock and Boss connection. Oh, new shoving buddies. No, it's has Strowman turned heel, or am I just being a fucking idiot here? Because because the, the way no, because the way that went at the end of the match to me signifies that he's, he's gone heel. Because not not only did he fuck up Roman, but he shakes but he shakes it like you know they're all holding hands at the end, or holding hands, you know, lifting hands up at the end and. And yeah, celebrating <laughs> like like they like Strowman's turn heel. And I think what yeah, you what you'd get told by WWE is there's no such thing as heels and faces now. True, but he has done a heel. It is a heel turn. Like in, in every sense of what a heel turn is, that's a heel turn. He's yes. turned on the baby face. If you want to say Roman's a baby face, and yes. sided with the heels, so it's it's a heel turn. And it's because they know Roman's overtaken Cena for sales and merch. Therefore. Roman earns the most money, therefore he has to be the face, whether he's cheered or booed, and that means the person he's fighting must be a heel, even that if it's is... Roman, who was that... the most over, over person for people who go and watch the, the the program live, whether it's Raw, SmackDown, House Shows, whatever. Braun Strowman is their biggest face. Mm. That in that. But if you sense. watched last week, we thought the Shield were turning heel. Well, well, because because, <laughs> because because they came out and helped and stopped yeah, Strowman. It, it's 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 weird. I mean, the the fact that Roman's overtaken Cena in merch sales is staggering. I mean, it probably says more to the fact that Cena hasn't been in a match since WrestleMania. Yeah, but but I mean, Cena was still a top merch set. He's top merch set It was last last Thursday, I think, that they announced yeah. that finally overtaken him. Mad, which is just. Um, Oh, it's 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 right though, and and honestly, I'm I'm genuinely happy for Roman because it's what he deserves. I mean, we still need the Dean Ambrose heel turn. I don't think it's coming anytime soon, but I, he still it, looks really angry. Though. He still looks very angry. And he still hasn't said a word, has he? There <laughs> um, was a backstage segment that probably won't get on YouTube. I can't. Who was it with? Oh, um, Jinder Bastard Mahal comes up to him and says you need to um he does all this like shanty stuff shanty. you need to picture yourself in a place that gives you happiness what can you see and he says oh, i can see myself and jinder's like tell me more and he's like i can see you he's like tell me more and uh, ambrose goes i'm kicking your teeth out and he's like and jinder's like what and he's like and now i'm breaking your face ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, i wanted dean to stay silent who did i um, like because to start with he ignored him, but then he then he got involved in the conversation and then the the Dolph Ziggler thing has also been they've announced a three on three match at the Super House show in Australia as well. It's gonna be the Shield versus the three who were holding hands at the end of the night. So so that so that so that means Strowman is heel because he's because he's because he's working on the heel tag team. Mm -hmm. Uh so yeah, Strowman's heel. Dean isn't turning anytime soon. And my guess is I've got a feeling that Seth and Ro Seth and Dean are going to go for the tag title soon. And then, I, and then Shield will hold all the gold. Yeah, I would say that's probably... And they're giving him the Evolution booking. Mm, true. It's the Evolution booking, isn't it? Yeah. And, and I get why they're doing it. And it'll probably 
make them huge millions in roads merch sales. Sorry, yeah, which is which yeah. is why it'll happen. Because didn't they they did that with Orton, didn't they? Where he, he sat and they're giving him his coronation, and then Batista he's got Batista's got him on his shoulders, then he triple thumbs down yeah. and kills him. Um, Finn Balor and Corbin again. Um, just showing that he can do what he likes. Yeah. So DQ. Oh, I didn't tell you it was a DQ match because I forgot. Yeah. It, it, it's it's more it's it, more again Corbin-ishness, isn't it? Yeah, like mm. you say, I, I didn't catch catch onto it earlier, but yeah, it's more just showing how Constable Corbin is just an idiot. Dick. Um. Yeah. Do you want to keep so, that in? <laughs> no, he doesn't. It's too late now. It's in. Um. um yeah, Dana Brooke had a match. Everybody, oh. she's back wrestling. Yeah, what did she do? Uh, third match. I think they said it's her third match since she's been on Raw. Wow. Singles match. Wow. Um, she, she's not. I like her entrance, and she's not terrible. She's not. That's the bit. I, yeah, yeah, you I, give I, I, I was, Yeah, I was. I was quite guilty at the start when Dana Brooke was in NXT, and I went, "Meh, she's rubbish." But actually, I think because she's like, it wasn't she like a cheerleader or a gymnast or something. She actually can bodybuilder. Yeah, but I think she does quite a lot of flips and. Well, she she and she's incredibly strong. She she she's got dead muscles, and oh, yeah. she and, and honestly, she she's she's got a great look, and she's a very good wrestler. Well, not very, and very very good's a bit strong. It 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 it's not. I don't want to sound like I'm kind of backpedaling, but she hasn't been given the opportunity to show what she can do it's no, the same thing that carmella had yeah um, she you know. she was booked with she was booked with emma who emma was obviously slightly better than dana brooke was Emma was fucking fantastic um but then and she with charlotte she, i mean and then, and then was future endeavored um <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, Dana Brooks been like limbo, and then she went and joined Worldwide, which is she was put with Charlotte. She she was she was Charlotte, yeah. And that's why yeah, like, yeah, put them with two because Emma's a workhorse, fantastic wrestler, and it's such a shame what what happened to her career at WWE. And I wouldn't be surprised if she actually asked for a release. I, I wouldn't. I mean, there, 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 there's no. There's obviously that that information hasn't been made public, but I wouldn't be surprised if she asked for it, quite frankly, because it was it was ridiculous the way she was being handled and mistreated. Because because the, the the roots the roots of the Divas Evolution Divas Revolution is Paige and Emma is that title match on NXT for the first women's title. If you haven't seen it, Matt, go and watch it. It's phenomenal, a brilliant brilliant match. And then then you'll see because um, because I was I was genuinely gutted when um, when Paige had to retire. Because I I sort of followed Paige ever since she debuted beating AJ Lee. Yeah, AJ Lee, that's right. I only said AJ Styles. I couldn't remember whether I said the right <laughs> one. AJ Lee, when she beat her then, I thought, oh, she's from England, from Norwich. Okay, fine. Well then well then I sort of looked back on on her previous matches in NXT and holy shit, she was good. And so was Emma. Hmm. But yeah, Dana Brooke's been shoved with Titus Worldwide, which is where Wrestlers go to die because hurrah, if, you, hurrah, hurrah. if you look at Darren Young, he's no longer on TV. Everybody, but, Darren yeah. Young got future endeavoured. Who's that? No, he did. He got future endeavoured. Darren Young, great again. Well, yeah. Well, that, that's the reason why I got future endeavoured because it was stuck with Bob Backlund because that was a clever <laughs> idea, wasn't it? Yeah. Genuinely, and and also Titus is uh, Titus performed in what could be described as the worst segment ever 
Have you ever, have you have you seen Titus fumbling over his lines when feuding with Darren Young? It's yeah, uh, it's the most cringeworthy thing ever to happen in wrestling, and I can't just, just fall over Titus. Oh. He's better, but I, I I I love Titus though. He's an amazing, I I like him. amazing I like him man. Yeah, uh, he's got a good story as well. But yeah, like, incredible. To get it back onto this week's Raw, Dana Brooke had a match yeah. against Sasha Banks, was it? Yeah, with mm. Bailey. I wonder. I wonder, I wonder who won. Side. I won. Like uh, Dana won the schoolboy. <laughs> <laughs> and Dana, Dana pulled off the package pile driver. You know why not? Yeah, Rob, yeah. Rob he just yeah. smashed her. Yeah, Banks just. Spanish fly, <laughs> the Spanish fly off the announce table and won the match. <laughs> well, I'm just, I've decided now for matches I don't care about. I'm just going to do. My, I'm just going to call my own. Booking You're just going to make it. make your own booking while we try and talk about it. Sorry, so that was so that was Dana Brooke with a Spanish fly to Sasha Banks to win the match off the, yeah. annou- off the announce table, <laughs> off the announce table that. into the ring. That's into the ring. Good grief. She can fly, she can fly, she can fly. Dana Brooke defies physics. No, it sounds like I've been really hard on Dana Brooke. It's not. I I honestly it's not that it's not it's not her fault. I just I just don't don't care. care. Don't care. Doesn't care about the Boston Hood connection either. It's the massive problem with the women's division in WWE. If it's not for a title, the writers don't care about it, so we don't care. Yeah, so so you get stuck in tag match, tag match, tag team player, holla, holla, holla. And then, you know, nothing, yeah. nothing ever happened. The Riot Squad clearly missed their flight to the arena this week. So instead, we had Dana Brooke versus Sasha Banks. <laughs> Riot Squad. Oh. I don't hate Riot Squad. I, I do. Cool. I'm fed up of seeing them. I um, don't mind them if they're in a decent thing. But when they're having a tag team match with Sasha and Bailey for the fifth week in a row, it's a little bit boring. It's a bit yeah, overkill. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Revival beat the B team and look predominantly in contention for the titles. Yeah, well, Vince gets some, involved. They've had two fucking title matches in the last month. <laughs> so, so, so basically what it is, is that Revival are beating B team when there's not, when there's not a title involved. B team are retaining. It's so obvious. B team will retain whenever they, whenever there's a next title match, B team will retain. I'll stake my fucking yeah. house on it. It'll probably be on the pre-show of Hell in a Cell. <laughs> or at the great, or the Super House show. The Hell in a Cell is before the Super House show, isn't it? Ah. Huh? I think Hell in a Cell is before the Super House yeah. show, isn't it? It's like in three weeks. Yeah. And then yeah, you've we'll got like the Super House show. show. And then you've got the Women's Evolution pay-per-view. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed you do. Um, they did a kind of end-of-match promo, which was typical of the revival. It was nice. Okay. Again, good on them. Again. Yeah. It's not going to go well for them. I was going to say, yeah, they, they bitched about how the B-team are shit and have ruined tag team wrestling, which well, is... they have. True. <laughs> But I mean, tag team wrestling has been dead so since Nicholas funny. got it. Mm. Oh, well, it's it's a good dynamic so because B team is so silly. B team is so silly, but Revival are so deadly serious. It's a very good combination, and it works pretty well. And hopefully, it's a feud that can run for a little while longer, which which leads up to Revival finally winning it, and then everyone being very happy. I'd like to see Revival take. It. I'd like to see some good tag team wrestling back on Raw. I think we'll get it. Mm. I hope so. Uh, Elias got slapped the hell out of by Trish Stratus. Sweet mother of God. She was, oh my God, Elias died. 
He's dead. Yeah. Dead. So he abused. What did he do? He abused Toronto. Yeah. She interrupted Toronto. because she's from Toronto. Good. Yeah. Stuff. She came out, said how she loves his album, <laughs> but he needs to shut up or she's going to murder him. Yeah, but <laughs> the fair. way she the way she said it, she was like, "You need to silence your applause." <laughs> oh yeah, she did his line. Silence your it. cell phones and shut your mouth. Speaking uh, of which, have you heard, have you actually heard his album? Yes, I bought Matt's it. That's bought it. I think. Is it good? It's it's four tracks long. Um, it it's good? it's I I enjoy it. It's there's one track that's more comedy than anything else, and the other three that are decent acoustic songs. There's three songs with just acoustic guitar, and the other one is piano. Um, and yeah, I, I think if you watch the documentary after you've heard the album, the documentary makes more sense because there's more references to some of the songs. Oh, the documentary within... alongside it? I wasn't aware. Yeah, so the, on the uh, network, there's a, a like fake sort of Spinal Tap-inspired documentary. Oh, that's where, amazing. Like, what, a, what a great idea he, that is. He goes, he goes to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and tries to, hang, tries to take one of the pictures off the wall and hang his own picture in it. Oh, um, that's and amazing. Then, then to do. He finds a, a, a like when he gets told off for that. He finds a building site around the corner and said, "Yeah, they're building this just for my my section of the Hall of Fame." Um, like they, they, he does like he walks into like famous recording studios and goes, um, "I'm in next." And you've got like producers' names come up at the bottom, and, he, and these producers are going, "Who the fuck is that guy?" <laughs> um, it's just it's absolute comedy. And then like when they do have him recording the songs, he, he does lines like. Oh, I fucked that up a bit. Can you fix that, or do I have to do this again? <laughs> Love yeah, it. But yeah, yeah. Love he it. just it, he's in character for the entire thing. It's it's oh. brilliant. You've got people like Seth Rollins will be there, and they're like, I don't even know why this is happening. <laughs> why is he? Why is he? Even and then you get like heels that are in the bit. I can't remember anybody off the. Oh, the Miz. The Miz does like. I mean, he's clearly the greatest, the the greatest musician of all time. Of course, yes. he's getting inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of oh, Fame. Yeah. Why? Yeah, but yeah, it's it's like everything is in character. It's just brilliant. If you haven't saw it, it's forty five minutes. Oh, I'm on. That. It's on the WWE Network. Well, yeah, if you listen to the, there's only four songs on the album. They're all on YouTube. Yeah. Listen to those four songs, then watch the do the documentary, and it's just hilarious. And like I say, the four songs are now in all the playlists I've got on Spotify because I enjoy them that much. Good times, man. Excellent. But yeah, so it ended up with her slapping him and then she was joined by uh, Rhonda and Natalia, I believe. Yeah. Uh, which was then where they were just, they got confronted by uh, Alexa and Alicia Fox. Yeah, and then they introduced Mickey James, didn't they? Because everyone hadn't forgotten that she was part of this feud. <laughs> no, she's only there because Trish Stratus is there. To yeah. be quite honest, yeah. nostalgia. Um, but no, it's it's one of those things where it's going to be. Uh, it's not an evolution, is it? It's going to be probably at Hell in Cell where it's Ronda versus Alexa, and then Alexa faces Trish Stratus at Evolution. Yeah, which means you know um, Ronda's retaining the title in the rematch. I mean, we already knew that, but if you wanted yeah, any more, I've kind of had a second thought and thought, hmm. Could this be where Alexa wins the title back, defends it against Trish? No chance. No, yeah. Trish isn't coming back full time. You're not, not, you're not throwing Trish Stratus into a title feud. I know, but I just I don't know. I just had that. Ronda's going to have the belt for at least a year. And she'll lose it to someone like Shayna Baszler or something. That I'd 
be an incredible storyline. Yeah, possible. Mm. It is. Uh, that's Shane is really that good fucking good. Because, that's because, really good fucking, I hate you. Shane <laughs> no, 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 is the only one that could really test Ronda. Well, that's it. Like you've, we've, we've got this storyline where Ronda Rousey is unbeatable because she's a natural like fighter as well. So yeah, you're right. The only logical person who could beat her is somebody who's trained as much in what she's good at as well. I'd love to see that. Just, just see, just see her stand there with the fucking spades thing, and then you're like. Holy shit! This is this is on. This is on. This is going to be a. It's going down. I'd love it. Yeah, I would love it. That's what they. Should, that's what they should do. They should have Ronda versus Charlotte at Mania with Ronda retaining, and then, yeah, it's like people go, well, how the hell can you book her from here? And then like either SummerSlam or even like leave it to the following Mania, and then have Baszler be here. That would be or, incredible. Or, 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 or even after the match, Ronda celebrates. Shayna comes out. Yeah. Shana comes out, stands at the top of the ramp, runs down. Oh, so yes, yeah, does that. That's that. That was what it is, isn't it? It's not yeah. that because yeah. that's 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 a vagina. It's that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Chris is trying to do the spades hand signal, and then I did like, really no, 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 Chris. And then uh, oh. this was a video podcast. That'd be hilarious. Uh. <laughs> it can't be a video podcast. <sighs> so we run down. Yeah, she runs down the ramp, and obviously, I've now lost all my momentum from the back yeah, of this. Brilliant. Yeah, we know what you meant, though. She just stands on the ramp doing her vagina hands. <laughs> 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 Moving on. Alicia oh. Fox was a jobber again. Oh. End of story. Right. Podcast title. Did she job this week? I can't even remember. She jobs every week, but. Yeah, but who did she job do? Natalia, which is oh, granted, yeah. she needs to win in her first match back after the the death of her father, which uh, was a nice touch. She got onto the middle rope and pointed to the sky, which is which is lovely. Yes, um, I shed a little tear. Um, bless me, <laughs> but yeah, I don't really care about Alicia Fox, so it's quite nice seeing Natalia. She does an amazing Northern Lights suplex. <laughs> <laughs> again, again, again the I still haven't, se- still haven't seen it. So, right, okay, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna find one now. I'll be back. <laughs> uh, while yeah, Chris does that, that Lashley happened. was in a handicap match. End of. Did um, you know the way they, the way this was booked was really annoying. Lashley goes into Corbin's office, says, "You promised me a match. There's 20 minutes of the show left, and I haven't had a match yet. Where's my match?" Corbin goes, you've got a match. Go to the ring now. I can't remember who it's against. <laughs> Which is just like, what do you mean you can't remember who it's against? But yeah, anyway, sends him out oh, to cool. the ring. Then he comes up on the big, the tron at the top of the uh, ramp and went, actually, I did know who it was, but I didn't want to tell you. You're now in a handicap match against the Ascension. Oh, just. Yay, oh. booking. So I'm just so in relation to the the Alicia Fox. Is it thing amazing Northern Lights suplex? Chris Chris has sent me a YouTube video which has which the name the name of the video is a tribute to Alicia Fox's <laughs> awesome Northern Lights suplex. I will tell you what I think when I finished. <laughs> to be fair, it's, carry on. It's just Alicia Fox doing Northern Lights suplex. It's, not, it's nothing. It's, it's nothing. It's not going to be any different. The first one's going to be the same as the last one, dude. <laughs> It's not too bad. <laughs> it's a decent Northern Lights suplex. You can't deny it. It's a good suplex. Hmm. But yeah, <laughs> Lashley. 
Nope. Boring. Yeah. Um, Dean Ambrose versus Jinder Mahal. <laughs> mm. uh, Ambrose won. Wasn't anything of <laughs> anything of note. Uh, we've talked about the main event, so we don't really need to talk about anything else on SmackDown. Oh, you, you've missed the key part, that Jack's favourite bit, where the Bella Twins said they're going to wrestle on the show next oh. week. Oh! <laughs> well, if that's going to be in Tony Palace, it, so to me, then I you can tell us all about that. I blurred it from my memory. <laughs> I wish you died in the room! <laughs> what? So, Please tell, me, please tell me you get that reference. I've no I don't idea understand. <laughs> it's during the Bella's fucking feud they had a few years ago. Um, <laughs> they, 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 they were feuding. Oh, when? Oh, yeah. I wish. Yeah, yeah I do remember. Steph, Steph yeah, was on, what, on Nikki's side. Um, Bella's at Bella and Breeze. Breeze are like because because it because it, it feeds into the Daniel Bryan versus Triple H situation. So you got Steph with Nikki in the bit in in the ring, and Breeze there supporting Daniel Bryan doing the yes chance and stuff. And then Nikki punches her in the face and was like, "I wish you died in the womb." <laughs> <laughs> it's such a, wow! It's such a wow. really, really, really corny attack. Oh no! Now I've got to go find it. I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> I'm gonna go laugh at it again. <laughs> but yeah, I because there wasn't wasn't there a back 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 I can't backstage I can't even say the word backstage segment where they were all cheering and going oh look it's us oh look at us all together it's the women who started the revolution no shh <laughs> and then they tried to take a selfie but Ronda didn't get the memo that they'd not that taken one week. that was last week no that was this week that was last week. I'm pretty sure that was last week. I thought that was this week because that's when they announced they were going to be on Raw. Yeah, but it, there was only two of them next to each other when they were saying they were going to be on Raw, wasn't it? No. Oh. There was definitely a selfie bit. It was like 3.30 in the morning. <laughs> who cares? The Bellas need to just not be on screen. I want to know who they're facing next week. Are they going to face the Alicia Fox? <laughs> it's going to be Alicia Fox. What, Alicia Fox and Mickey James versus the Bella Twins? Yeah, and Alicia Fox is going to take the pin again. Oh, wrestling. You can't keep burying Alexa, uh, Alicia Fox. She's not going to be can. credible anymore. She's never been credible. <laughs> that's like saying, that's like saying <laughs> Kurt Hawkins has been credible. <laughs> Chris is just laughing. I don't know if he's laughing at us or he's no, laughing at the video. Uh, two minutes 13 in. There we go. Two minutes ten in for that video. Oh, it's just oh god! It's unfortunately it's quite a quiet video, but it, it just makes me laugh so much. We talked about we talked about the the, 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 the Bella the Bree and Nikki. No one cares show. Yeah. They're wrestling next week. They're wrestling next week, and I just said that Alicia Fox is Alicia Fox is going to be in a match and taking the pin again. Yeah, because Alicia Fox isn't even involved. She'll still take the pin. And I and I mentioned (laughs) smoothman that you you can't have Alicia Fox take the pin, otherwise she won't look credible anymore. (laughs) Yeah, because because Alicia looks totally fucking credible in in everything ever done. Up there with Dana Brooke in terms of stock. Fucking hell. I bet she's really high on the power rankings, isn't she? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fucking no. She's gonna take the title off Ronda at Mania. Call and then everybody and then everybody and then everybody will riot. With a Northern Light suplex. 
which is very yeah. nice. I can now confirm. <laughs> so please tell me one of you has seen that. I wish you died in the world. Yeah, I just watched it. It's a bit, it's a bit nervous. A bit, I can't. Oh, oh, it's, oh it's so it's bad. Cringy. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> you guys I'm poking him. Right, that's a, <laughs> I wish. That's the pod title. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, the pod titles are never related to anything that's happened in the so week. China it's related to what we've talked about <laughs> on tangents. Oh, brilliant. Um, Smackdown. Um, I think um, Matt's going to really hate this. Wendy! <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I love it. I know. I, I, love, I love Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe is his bay. I love him. It's the one where, like, after the pay per view, there were loads of like people tweeting with a <laughs> gif of going, When you're hungry, Wendy! <laughs> oh, I love it. That so is much. a fast food restaurant in America. Yes, can confirm that one. So, even cheers. <laughs> um, oh, it, it, it's great. I, I love it. I love the whole feud. And yeah. if, if anyone's wrong with me, then, then I'll fight you. No, I totally agree. I think it's I probably the best feud going on at the moment. It's fresh. It's different. And like Samoa Joe as this character is just incredible. Like the way he's winding everyone up just by talking to AJ Styles. <laughs> the Apparently, fact he's going to a barbecue next Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've never, I've definitely that. having a barbecue. Are we all invited? I've never seen Matt grin so much in my life. He's, he's got smiling from ear to ear, talking and thinking about some old Joe. Like, the, the daddy's... Wendy. Just love it. It was just the fact that even this week they had to put the daddy's gone night-night. Oh, <laughs> daddy gone night-night. <laughs> I, I love it. He's becoming so... a walking meme, isn't he now? Oh, oh, oh he loves it. He, You know he's so playing up to that. He's marking out. Yeah, and it's, yeah, it's the best feud hard at the moment it's the best feud they've had on the main roster in a while and um, you know why it's because Samoa Joe is a vicious bastard and and and, and that, that's his character and he's playing to his character and that is why it's believable because you it could is. expect someone like Samoa Joe talking to your wife going Wendy you could you could believe that you could believe him being as also believe him turning up to a cookout next Tuesday and just have you got a plate for me Oh my god! I, you, I, it's going to happen. It's it, they. They Please, will come out to show it. Yeah. It. Oh, that. Was oh, I, I just feel sorry for AJ's poor fucking traumatized child. <laughs> Where's going? She's going to have nightmares. Wendy, Daddy, Wendy. <laughs> when Daddy comes, Daddy gone night night. Oh my god! Poor kid, man. Fucking hell. I'm just expecting it to like w like old WWE booking where Samoa Joe just kidnaps his daughter or something stupid. No, like that. That, we're gonna that, have that isn't. It'll be a custody battle on a pole match again. <laughs> Russo, baby. Yes, Vince Russo. Oh, we're too windy. <laughs> you see Samoa Joe turn around in the back of a limo, going, "We're too." Love it. <laughs> Uh, it, it can be done. See, I'm, I'm this gonna, is what wrestling, wrestling, this is wrestling what, references. This is why we all used to wo watch wrestling. Because oh, it was ridiculous. It. it was absolutely ridiculous and hilarious at the same time. 
Unless you're Brian Pillman and Stone Ooh. Cold, that was a bit. <laughs> no, oh, <laughs> yeah. should we talk about something also equally hilarious as Samoa Joe, <laughs> King Booker? Oh, <laughs> Booker! I knew Matt was good. This is the bit where I said I think oh, Matt's going to oh, hate Matt. Oh. Are you mad, Matt? It's just, I hated Booker T when he first arrived. I hated him as the king. I hated him as a commentator, and I hate him as the person coming out and fingering the New Day's bum holes. But they're the five-time champions, and and and, and King Booker was the five-time champion as well. It, it worked. But he won it. Oh, my. It was a brilliant segment. There was a spin of Rooney. I thought it was hilarious. So if you would, do the spin of Rooney. Big E's a big guy who can't. It's fantastic. I probably enjoyed it. Big E when he goes, what? Why am I not a lord? And then he gave him the Saxton treatment as well. Brilliant. Love it. And then Saxton's like, what? Move on, move on. And then you could just hear Corey Graves just creasing. <laughs> Love it. Oh, I get this comedy segment. Yeah. Go back to a, a a guy who has done a lot for wrestling. Whether you like, I'm not a big Booker T fan, but obviously he he did a lot for WCW as well as WWE back in the day. It's nice to give him TV time now that they've banned him from commentating because he can't tell it <laughs> his elbow. Um, <laughs> quack quack. <laughs> Shut he couldn't say five. He tried to say five time, five times, and kept going five time, five time, five time, five, five, five <laughs> time. <laughs> I was just like, I was hoping he was going to say the biggie. He was looking real jacked. I was hoping for that was going to happen, but sadly not. Yeah, and like I get why it's a, a good fun segment for everybody else. I just I don't like the new day, and I don't like Booker T. <laughs> at, at least they're not. At least they're not going OTT with fucking pancakes anymore. Did you no, not see the, the commentary the table? What? The they had their own table. table. Um, and after the the next the triple threat tag team match that was next, um, which the New Day were commentating on, um, there was more pancakes throwing in each other's faces with them and Shizaro. Shizaro? Shizaro. Shizaro. The bar. I do enjoy... The fact that they kept cut, they kept cutting to their uh, new days um, commentary. I'd rather just listen to that during the tag team matches that they're commentating on because it's hilarious. Yes. Because the commentators on both Raw and SmackDown are a bit stale. Oh no, Corey Corey Graves gives it a bit of life. Every now and again, he does. Yeah. But yeah, the match afterwards was a triple threat tag team match for what? Uh, so the, the competition that they're part of for the um, number one contendership for the SmackDown tag team titles at Hell in a Cell. And apparently the Colognes are back. Yeah, the Colognes got... got the Colognes. Co- colons. colons have returned. The Colognes have Good returned. Good old colonoscopy. Who was it? <laughs> colons, the bar, and the... Gallows col- and Anderson. Yeah. Hey, Gallows and Anderson might as well just go back to the job in New York being bellboys because they're getting more out of that than doing any wrestling. Oh, you're a very bad man. <laughs> but they are because they're booked terribly. Yeah. Yes, they and are. 
<laughs> triple threat tag match has always been there's only two people in the ring and yes. anybody can tag. Because I don't think I've ever seen it before last week. And then they did one last week and then they did one tonight and I was really confused. If you if you think about tag team matches, if it's a normal tag team, then it's only two people in the ring. If it's yeah. a tornado tag match, then that's where it's both of them in the ring. Why not have one person from each of the teams in the ring and tag in and out as normal? Like a I don't know, like a normal because it's tornado match. tag and tornado tag is, a, is something a little bit different every once in a while. Yeah, mm, I don't. Quite I don't quite understand triple threat tag team matches. Yeah. They always have two people in the ring. But... And why doesn't one person, like, so say Seamus is in the ring, why doesn't he drag the other one of the, like, the other person that he's wrestling into the corner, have Cesaro tag in against that other person, lie down, Seamus pins Cesaro, Seamus wins, uh, Cesaro wins, yeah, whichever. <laughs> why not do that? If, if it's any man any time... Why not just have two people from the same tag team in? One lies down, the other one pins him. They've won the match. Because that's not how it works. You can't pin your own partner. Why not? Because it's pretty much rule one of tag team wrestling. Wrestling. You cannot pin your own partner to win the match. Oh, dear. Moving on. Jeff Hardy. Yeah, Jeff Hardy. Oh, Jeff Hardy painted RKO on his face at the end. Moving on. Legit, don't uh, care. And also wanted a Hell in a Cell match. How many Hell in a Cell matches are we getting at Hell in a oh, Cell? Oh, poor Jeff, man. You too many. You cannot put that man through a Hell in a Cell. He's, He's going to die. Man. He will die. I know. <laughs> and off the top of the cell. And have you finally agreed that, that Jeff Hardy bounced off the ring apron, which is, as we all know, the hardest part of the ring? Rich. There we go. I finally got it in there. Or, or, where, or whether his his hand slapping the ropes was actually a uh, saved it. It slapped the rope. He slapped the rope. It's yeah, yeah. Even if it did slap the rope, it didn't stop his momentum. No, he, but it calmed it down. No, we can't have. We're going to argue about this all day. So why is every professional wrestler podcast going? Jeff, please stop taking bumps like that. <laughs> For instance, Edge and Christian, you know, the people who have wrestled Jeff, probably the most out of everyone going, right. yeah, Jeff, Jeff doesn't need to do that move right. anymore. Stop name dropping. Yes, I will name drop because I, I listen to podcasts. I don't. Apart I listen to more listening. podcasts than I watch fucking wrestling, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not even, I'm not even laughing. It's true. It really is true. Excellent. Yeah. We then had Naomi versus Billy Kay. Brilliant. Um, Yay! Lost again because Peyton Royce helped out. Um, they the crowd absolutely. They tried to rile the crowd up with <laughs> hating on the Raptors, and then it ended up they tried to finish their promo, and then the crowd just took over. Yeah, <laughs> rightly so. Well done. Well done. Um, yeah, I don't really care about that at the moment. Not a fan. Um, yeah. I really did like Daniel Bryan versus Andrade Cien Almas. Cracking match. That I match. really when when I read because I read before I watched the uh, the the highlights that Almas came out and confronted uh, Daniel Bryan. I went yes, please with bells on. Oh yes, and it was a really good match. Genuinely <laughs> entertaining. But why was Brie Bella there? She was on Raw last night. Why can't she just fuck off and leave because me alone? Because Brie Bella's in now in apparently three or four kind of segments because over the WWE. Because we need the Bellas for life. Because there's a new series of Total Bellas coming out. 
I believe and the evolution. battle is for life. And, and, and to be honest, Bree and Nicole or Nikki aren't mm. uh, aren't drafted, so they're they're free, they're they're free to do what the fuck they like. Exactly. But I did like and this. Bree's there supporting her husband. Exactly. And Nikki's there because reasons. And Nikki yeah. wasn't there, was she? And Nikki wasn't on SmackDown. She was only on Raw. We got and a night off. Whether her relationship with John Cena is real or not. Turns out it's not. The end. Moving on. Spotted. Fucking bollock. I don't care. I just don't care. I'm sorry. I, I, you, you've got to make me believe in this shit. And yeah. you don't. Because it's... I just... Honestly, Nikki and Brie Bella aren't bad in the ring. I'll be, I'll be honest, they're not bad in the ring of what they do. And Brie Bella's got a good punch, and Nikki's got a good punch, and that's great. But honestly, they look so. It's, it's, it's like the, me dropping a bottle cap there. Um, it's just because they're from before the Divas Revolution. It's almost like they don't matter, and they don't. They, they should matter. It, it, it's sad, but they should because they, they were a big part of it. But I mean, if they wanted to matter, they need to not show up at the Royal Rumble and just before the first women's pay per view. They need to show up three or four times. Other no, no, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I mean, did you see? No, I, I get you, mate. Did you see years ago? AJ Lee did uh, her pipe bomb. Uh, did you guys see the AJ Lee pipe bomb? This, this, this is this is a year or so after CM Punk's one, the infamous pipe bomb where it all started. No. AJ Lee's one was basically her coming down. Like uh, it was, all, it was all like the total divas thing. So it had like um, Summer Rae and the Bella Twins and the Funkadactyls back then. Not not um, Naomi and Cameron. Naomi, yeah, exactly. It was the Funkadactyls back then. They're all down the ring, um, you know, spouting off some bollocks. And AJ Lee comes out and cuts a scathing promo. On, on all of them, basically saying, you know, uh, what was one of the lines? Um, oh, I know I knew how to suck up, as in, like, you know, to do the whole, yeah, suck up to, to whoever I needed to to get where I wanted to be. I'm a wrestler. I wanted to be a wrestler. And none of you can, none of you can tie up my Chuck Taylors. None of you fits up my Chuck Taylor boots, which was a killer promo. And it literally killed any momentum or any legitimacy of any of the women in that ring at the time. And that included Natalia, who was arguably a very, very good wrestler. Um, and off the back of that, uh, th the major problem with that promo was that some dumb wanker with big teeth decided to leave a camera on Nikki and Brie Bella on the side of the ring, and they left the mic on, so you can hear them two trying to fire back uh, over AJ Lee's promo, and it's it's a killer one. I'm gonna have to find it for you. You're gonna have to watch it at some point. But it, if you can see from that moment how the, the Bellas were supposedly very, very good at what they did. And then all of a sudden, they just sort of slowly started to decline after that moment. And mm. um, yes, Nikki was helping Divas title for the longest. It's, I, I'll tell you what it is. It's, they represent everything to do with the Divas Championship and the Divas Division. And from that, yeah, that's basically it. I just basically talked for two minutes and then killed my own argument with one word, with one with three words. Brilliant. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to drawing on bits of wood, which is what I was doing beforehand. Cool. I'm not even joking. Um, I'm genuinely, like, I've been drawing on my cause light bulb for the past ten minutes. There you go. Lovely. I've been listening, and uh, you know, yeah. Um, 
but yeah, the Miz. No, she was out there because obviously Mariz, 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 and Miz, Mariz. Yeah, Mariz, we'll go with that. Mariz, um, Mariz came out and just destroyed Daniel Bryan and um, Brie Bella. Well, that was it. Each other, watch each other get destroyed, which was yeah. Daniel Bryan was doing better against Almas. Almas was getting really frustrated, and then when somebody came out to push his wife into a ring post that she missed by quite a big margin and still oh, fell yeah. on the floor, by the way. Yeah, but yeah, uh, he then just stood there and waited for Almas to do whatever move it was. I can't remember now. It's been like 24 hours or so. Was it like a flip or something? What, what it's finishing, which is the spike, um, the hammerlock DDT. Or whether it was something else. I think it was something else because he only did the spike DDT after the Miz was involved. I know you're right. Yeah, I don't know. Did some sort of move, but yeah, yeah, he was professional. I really like. I really like this. I like this angle, minus the women, sort of. Maybe because so, 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 maybe the key it's... component of this fucking segment. Mainly because it's women. It's whammy. Mainly because it's Bellas. I like Brie more than I like Nikki, but. Still, the Bellas are on our screens, and uh, they're here. Yeah. They're here. We better get used to it because they're going to be here for a little while because they've got a new series of Total Bellas to promote. Yeah. And the pay per view that they're in isn't for another month and a week. So, you know, you've got at least another five weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot it was that long, isn't it? Jesus. Yeah, like six I, I missed, I missed and we've the got the Super House show before long. that. Two no. weeks until pay-per-views. I, I missed those. Oh, no, hang on a minute. Sorry, no, the Super House show is in five weeks. This isn't on... The the, the, the Evolution pay-per-view isn't for, like, nine weeks. Oh! <laughs> it's Nikki Bella versus Ronda Rousey, because that, that's going to go down really fucking well, isn't it? Yeah, oh, my so God, like, do you realise that she's going to do the rack attack on Ronda Rousey? I don't even know what a rack attack is. I've never seen... It's, it's, it's basically... Um, well, it used, it used yeah. to be where she like used to hold them on their sh- on her shoulders, but and, drop, uh, and then drop them. But then she it, had neck surgery. Oh, that's she? why she can't do it anymore because she, she, she can't do it. So it's now Rack Attack two point oh, where it's like an inver- It's like a an inverted AA. Yeah, so she gets them and instead of dropping them that way. She drops them round into like a stunner or like a, or a TKO. Yeah, well, okay. it's ec 3s TKO is basically what it is. We forgot to mention that Kevin Owens did a stunner and it got the pop of the night on Raw. I was, oh, fuck, yes. This is new oh, signature. Stone cold stunner. A proper kick him in the chest. Do a stone cold stunner. I would love it if that was me. his actual finisher. Having that as a proper finisher. Yeah, uh, but uh, as I pointed out, you're never going to have the first use of a finisher kicked out of, so it can't be his finisher. No, yeah. thanks, thanks for pointing that out to me on Twitter, Matt. You are a I, wise man. Yeah. I'd, I'd so want it to be his, I'd, I'd love it to have been his finisher because it's the move that everybody did in the playground at school. That the move that I did in the playground at school was pretending I was Triple H and drinking bottles of water and spraying it over people. I you thought you were going to say pedigree and kids on a concrete floor. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to do that as well, but I wasn't oh, allowed. Oh my God, this just reminds me of something we did at school. So we found a massive sheet of like plywood. And we stuck it backyard the wrestling. Oh yeah, yeah. In in a co- it's a concrete top level playground. Um, and we found like 
like a big sheet of plywood or something like that, wood with a bit of bend in it, so to say. <laughs> and uh, we managed to wedge it in between two things. And uh, there was there was a small guy in our class called Shout out to Kevin if you're listening, short guy Kevin. We love we love Kevin, bless him. He was a massive massive wrestling fan. And uh, and because he was so small, he was the guy that everyone did all the moves to. <laughs> I, I, I did. I gave him a choke. Oh no! And he knew how to sell it and everything. He knew how to jump for his chokes. Oh, I gave him a choke slam, and it wasn't just me. There was about ten of us all lined up waiting to do moves on him. And oh I remember this so clearly. Bullying in, the, in school. No, 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 bullying. no. If he asks for it, it's not bullying. That's legit, true. legit. He wanted to do this. He understood that he was what? a small guy. He was the jobber. He he got it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, for, I'm so sorry, Kevin. You didn't try and archaic like uh, sorry. Uh, you didn't try and 3D him through the sh- through the plywood, did you? We yes, might have done a 3D. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it was a big piece of plywood. I, I remember. It so uh, we couldn't stand on it, so 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 it was about sort of waist height. So 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 we'd be able to choke slam, lift him up, and l- load him on there. Um, he got choke slammed. I don't think he got power bombed. I think that would have been a bit harsh. Oh, he did God. take a five star frog splash. <laughs> Zach, Zach, did, Zach climbed up the bins the, because the <laughs> big wow. drum bins climbed up the bins. Oh my! I can't remember. Can't even remember this so clearly. He jumped off, and of course, when you're 15, 14, you don't necessarily know how to perform the moves, but you've seen them on TV. So you're like, so, so, so the whole. WWE, don't try this at home or at school. Yeah, we we in Croydon didn't really bother with that too much. He jumped. He, he did the he did the frog splash. It was more the RVD frog splash, and he got a lot of height, Zach. And he may or may not have landed on Kevin's face. Um, <laughs> I remember seeing the zipper mark from his coat because uh, oh. there was a mark, a sort of like an imprint of his zipper on the side of his face. I remember it so clearly. See, we never... he, he was a bit dazed for a minute or so, but he was okay. I remember um, another one was in year seven where another friend of mine received some sort of mild version of a tombstone on a science room floor. <laughs> I remember, oh my God, I remember that one. Uh, oh. He was very, very upset. Uh, because when... when um, obviously, Swayton's a teacher. I don't know whether this is a thing that happened. This still happens now. But in your form groups, I mean, I don't know whether you're a form tutor or not, but in your yeah. form groups, it would be like four or five year sevens, few year eights, nines, tens, et cetera. It wouldn't all be your form group is year seven, your form group is year eight. No. It, so, so there was about 20 of us. Mr. Fell was our guy. Good old Mr. Fell. Loved him. He was a boss. Um, and of course, the year tens and elevens were like, uh, uh, you know, a bit cockier, a bit bigger, a bit stronger. And poor James, oh, poor James, um, he wanted to fit in and he was like, I don't, know, I don't know how it came about, but all I remember is I'm going, Tombstone, and going, oh, my fucking head, and him running out of the room. <laughs> Jesus. For the teachers among you, um, when there's more than one year group in a form group, it's called virtual tutoring. Well, no, we no, didn't no. have it. We had <laughs> we had a normal tutor group in high school where there was twenty four kids of the same age in a tutor room, and the teacher never bothered turning up. They just around for forty five minutes. And what they and what they did, they locked them in a room, put a cage in it, and then just sort of poked them with a stick for a little while, and <laughs> made them fight each other for food. <laughs> um, that is probably the best tangent this see, podcast has ever had. You see, we um, never used to do the only wrestling apart from like the odd thing in the playground in primary school. The only wrestling I did was on a trampoline yeah 
lunch times at my mate's house. Oh, we didn't have a school. We didn't have a trampoline at school. It was my mate that lived like five doors oh, down sweet. had a trampoline. So, you we know, I, I took power that. bombs. We did frog splashes. Oh, my God. I, he I could do a moonsault, but I couldn't. Another Chris suppressed memory. I, I have two. One, the, these are suppressed memories. We had, we had a gymnasium. It was really shit. Uh, we didn't have trampolines, as, as I mentioned. But we had blue mats. And we had oh, steel crash chairs. mats. I love crash mats. Crash mats and steel chairs. Yes. The legit, as in steel WWE yes. steel chairs. And yes. we were testing each other to see. Because we'd see it on, because we were so, so interested. About 15, 20 of us that loved it. We would go on WWE.com every day and, oh, so much fun. We'd all have our favorites. We'd all do our dream matches. It was amazing. Those days were the fucking best. Um, however, this one wasn't so much the best. Uh, I, I took a chair shot to the back. That's true. That did happen. Uh, because, because I wanted to sit... Cause, cause, uh, At least you didn't take it to the face. <laughs> Concussion o'clock. Well, well, well I, I remember this. I, I sort of held it up with bang, bang. And sort of like, that's really strong. And I held it. And I'm, wow, these chairs are really heavy. Yeah, I might have an act to the back. Go on, Chris, hit me in the back. I might have an act to the head. Chris, hit me in the back. Yeah, do that. Uh, I took the cross face uh, walls of Jericho. I took that. Did you do it on a table because it was really more painful. That was painful. I've had the ankle lock put on me a couple of times. Um, ankle lock wasn't so bad, but the walls of Jericho crossface that hurt a lot. That that one, I, I may have cried a little bit when that happened. Is that a combination of a cripple crossface and a walls of Jericho? Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah. No. No. That's a lot. I'm going to call them out because one of them follows the podcast. So, Chris, you put me in the fucking walls of Jericho, and Ryan put me in the crossface, and Chris, you put me in the uh, you put me in the ankle lock. You bastard! <laughs> Did sharpshooters <laughs> all the time, and I just remember that sharpshooters sharp, actually sharp aren't shoot. that painful. There's, no, it's it's all that's all fake selling. Whereas, like crossface, if they pull in the wrong place, really oh fucking my hurts. God, that really because because your back is because uh, I'm, I'm taking the walls of Jericho half sitting down Boston Crab esque. <laughs> Ryan around the front, lifting my face up with my back. <laughs> that hurt quite a lot. Yeah. Um. Don't do it, at school kids. Please, please don't do that. Yeah. No, please don't. don't. Although, if you're doing it on a trampoline, make sure you don't try and do a stunner and then put your foot through the bricks. Did you do <laughs> like that? Like I did. Oh, smooth. Man. <laughs> no. I think I used to. So, Stephen, I know. Uh, shout out Stephen I know he sometimes listens to the podcast um, and Dean who I don't think he knows or listens to it but might do hello Dean if you are listening but we used to go out at lunchtime and just go on a trampoline so we'd eat his lunch <laughs> in our, our lunch break at school eat his lunch and then decide to go on a trampoline which is good when you've got a full belly of lunch <laughs> <laughs> and then just do wrestling and it used to be triple threat matches on a circular trampoline it was great never had never did it at school but my mate like i said down the road did it and like the only one i ever remember being painful was even on a trampoline taking a fame asset if the other person lands on your head is painful. <laughs> surely his bum would um cushion the f- cushion your head on the top yeah not when they've got bony asses though like yeah. 14 and a skinny kid like yeah Ooh, i stupidly <laughs> instead of like if you notice when people take a fame ass they roll down to the knee so there's no weight going on the head yeah yeah i just i just basically dropped my head to this floor of the <laughs> ah. yeah so it was like 40 percent of the weight of somebody through my head before he rolled off sorry <laughs> 
bloody Nora. But it was on a trampoline, so it wasn't too bad. So basically, the morals of this story, guys, <laughs> don't try this at home. Is don't try this at home. We know you're going to, but try but, as, but as but as a podcast, we highly recommend you don't fucking do it. <laughs> uh, we're all adults now, and we all regret it because it no sure as shit hurt. Mm-hmm. I still want to spare people though, um, for pure giggles. Play rugby. I spare, I spare people. I spare people all the time because I play rugby. <laughs> Yeah, it's your job, really. Yeah, it's just you, you don't really spear them out of nowhere. They kind of know it's coming. <laughs> not, yeah, not you've, not, you've, you've not seen amateur rugby, have you? Unless, unless there's some sort of hospital <laughs> pass, and then after that, it's just death. But no, yeah. I mean, no, honestly, <laughs> ne- next time you see Kev Spoothman, just, you know, spear him. Well, I need to get him back for the the Shot. attempted running phenomenal forearm he tried to give me in Cambridge. So <laughs> I'll just spear him. Yeah, that'd be great. And Through a I'll, table. Content, flaming table, content. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm um, that <laughs> tangent content. was incredibly <laughs> like. Well, 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 well there, there, there's a reason for that because, quite frankly, it's there's nothing much else going on. I mean, I mean, we can talk about NXT and 205 all you want, but NXT... we, we've missed the SmackDown Women's Championship match. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Becky went mad. Uh, Charlotte after the match, which yeah. she won. Can I? Can End I? Off. Can I quickly with this? Um, there's reports going around at the moment that because of how well Becky's been received as being quote unquote heel, that they're basically going to do that. They're, they're going to do it as basically one with Becky and Charlotte, with, with Becky and Sasha, where where they're both they're both going to be as bad as each other, and it, and. Becky won't be a true heel. She'll be just someone who doesn't like Charlotte, and that'll be it. Yeah, I that's think that's what it's going to be. And I don't want that. I want Becky to just be a bastard. But I, I don't think we're going to notice much different from Becky. I think what they're probably going to do is make Charlotte be just as angry with the way Becky's treating her. I don't think if if they've they've kicked it off the way they have, you can't now have Becky pull back and go ah, actually um we're still friends let's just fight let me let, no, 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 they're, not gonna do that. they're not gonna do that they're gonna they're gonna basically have them to hate each other similar to how if you remember when kevin Owens and Sami Zayn hate each other something like that yeah but uh, then you need to have them both as bad as becky has been the last couple of weeks just whatever like whatever happens just murder the other one if you can get there I'm trying to find a bit on it because because it was because it was on there like literally a few hours ago. I'm trying to find something on the um on the Reddit. Go on, continue. No, sorry, I'm distracting myself. Distracting you, macho man. Look how creepy it looks. Sorry, <laughs> I'm being very unprofessional. Yeah, and um, whilst Chris is looking this up, we also should mention that there was a backstage segment with Rusev Day, and they're now in the yes the tag team. T- um, title tournament yeah, that's going be, on, uh, and <laughs> apparently Rusev thought it was uh, Lana who decided to to prize them. Actually, it was Aiden English, and then they went nuts, and then the segment finished with them chanting Rusev Day. Yeah, in different ways, each of them, not in yeah. unison. Just let's just do it our own way. Which like, can't find it, can't be asked. Moving on, um, NXT. I didn't watch. No, me neither. I um, did. I did. Oh. I've watched all of the wrestlings. So if you obviously Jack couldn't make it tonight because he's working. 
but um, never fear because Matt has molded into Jack and decided to watch all the wrestling where I've just not bothered. Yeah, so we opened up with a segment about the William Regal saying he's finally going to open an investigation into who killed Alistair Black or whatever they're calling it. Um, calling it now, who framed Johnny Mr. Gargano. Who what? framed Mr. Burns? No, I'm calling it, it's going to be Velveteen Dream. I called Johnny Gargano last week, so you can't have him smoothman. Fine then. It was uh, Shayna Baszler. <laughs> Right, okay. Um, so, yeah, so we had that to open the show. Then we had the NXT it's title, him. like, you know, the the intro to the show. And then Johnny Gargano walked out to the ring, told people to stop chanting Johnny Wrestling. He's not been Johnny Wrestling recently. He was ashamed of himself because he turned into Tommaso Ciampa in the match with Ciampa, the way he behaved, and it cost him the match. Um then William Regal came out to ask him if it was him that hurt Alistair Black, but before he could answer, Velveteen Dream came out. Um, and just was and an absolute lad from what I saw on he, the internet. He was. He basically just came out and said, I'm sick of you whinging, Gargano. Shut up. Shut up or fight me. Shut up or fight me. And then um, they made a match for next week, which is Gargano versus uh, Velveteen Dream. He also said that he they he needs to that everybody needs to be there to witness the experience, which is a, a, a definitely a thing that happens when Velveteen <laughs> Dream is around. I definitely no, no. just go weak at the knees when he decides to come out. Yeah, good I times. mean, it was it was fairly good promo work from all of them, apart from William Regal, who looked a little bit awkward. Um, he always <laughs> looks awkward. That's, that's, he's a typical British guy. He, he doesn't, you know, <laughs> this, is, this is rather awkward. I don't really want to be here. A bit awkward, sorry. Frankly, don't mind asking yes. this, but, but yes, but, sir, but no, mind? sir, free bag full, sir. Uh, yeah. sir, 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 can you can you just, just yes, thank you, thank you, yes. He's not Canadian. <laughs> That's Canadians. Yeah, they, aren't, they like, aren't they like really sorry for everything? Well, yeah. English, yes. No, Canadians. Canadians. <laughs> sorry, yeah. eh? But yeah, sorry, sorry, that was sorry. that was a fairly good promo. And then was it, it was straight after that that we had the EC3 match that never happened? Somebody mm? got the running order. Smoothman, you said you had the running order? Uh, Dakota Kai versus Aaliyah was oh. next, where Aaliyah was wearing the worst outfit I've ever seen. Um, Women's Revolution, everybody. Honest, I, I like Dakota Kai after the NXT UK tapings. I didn't like her before. Aaliyah, can, she could be future endeavoured and I would not care. I, Aaliyah first came into my knowledge like three weeks ago and I think that was the first time she'd been on NXT in like six months. Um, she was on breaking ground and when she was on breaking ground, they tried. she tried many different gimmicks when she was in the performance center and William Regal just went, no, that's crap. No, that's crap. No, no, that's rubbish. Oh my God. No, no, no. I, I'm going to interject here with another tangent because I love those at the moment. It's have fun. you seen, have you seen the bit where William Regal can't get, gets angry. He gets angry on breaking ground or it's, it's something like, it's something like breaking ground where, where basically what he wants people to do is to do a forward roll and take a step forward. And they just don't do it at the time. <laughs> I can't understand what's going I, on here. I have I've seen clips of it. I've not seen the full thing. I've, it's, it's like I've you just can, you can do the two step jab upwards, but you can't 
Came forward with the left foot. Guy, no, oh, is it not the guy? What are you doing? Tough enough. Is it not the... the... Tough enough. Yeah, something was like it, tough was enough. it not the tough enough one where it was the guy who used to wrestle alligators? Was what, it him? Um, Zizi. Yeah, was it not him who I couldn't do a I don't know who it was, but it was, it, was, it was about three or four of them where where they just won't do it properly. I'm, I'm going to go watch the segment in a minute because it's just really funny. <laughs> like, I can't understand and there was different things. And then... Like tried to work out where it come from, and I've seen it was some guy I don't know. He's never been on main roster WWE TV. That was just doing this forward roll and then walking forward about five paces and then throwing some punches. And Regal was like, "I just don't understand. I don't get it." Love Regal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's ba- he's, ba- he's basically getting them to roll around in the ring. He's like, footwork is everything, man. You can see what you're going on here, yes. Because he's got his thick, he's got his thick Blackpool accent and kicks in at that point. Yeah. People forget that he's not from <laughs> the South. <laughs> yeah. Very much no, northern. Yes, he's a proper, proper northerner. But no, that, like, I can't see Aaliyah being credible because of watching Breaking Ground and her trying to do that. Pro- like, I'm going to do a promo where I'm a belly dancer. This is not 2003. Yeah, Bro. I think... The big problem with Dakota Kai is Shayna Baszler buried her when she was too scared. It, and I, I think that's the reason why I don't like Dakota Kai. It's because though, that she was she just going to become NXT UK roster instead. Like I mean, she's going to she be will, predominantly but... on that because obviously NXT UK is not necessarily UK wrestlers. It's people who are big on the indie UK scene progress or evolve or whoever um so people like travis banks who's not necessarily british he's from new zealand and dakota kai is the same and tony storms from australia so i think i think she'd do better in nxt uk than she would in normal nxt because the fact that she's been killed by shada baszler maybe so build her back up but at the moment she doesn't feel credible to me and it might just be that because, you know, she was too scared to get in the ring with um, Shayna Baszler to the point where they dragged her out of a title match and replaced her with Nikki Cross. Indeed. Um, Lars Sullivan returned. Yeah, so, I believe he's been injured. Yeah, so the kayfabe story was that Alistair Brack broke his chin with a black mass in that title match at NXT TakeOver. Um, which Something. Was, yeah. New Orleans? Yeah, that one. No, not New Orleans. One at Money in the Bank weekend. I can't remember what it was called. But yeah, anyway. Uh, Chicago. Ball, yeah, he, he comes back. Uh, so yeah, um, Sullivan, basically it cuts to um, a thing saying EC3 is going to face this fella who nobody really heard of. Raul Mendoza. Raul Mendoza. And then all of a sudden, then the talking, and they said, "Sorry, we've got to go backstage." And then you get a cameraman running down the corridor. EC3 is lying on the floor, and right at the end of the corridor, you've just got Lars Sullivan opening a door um, in his wrestling gear. EC3 is knocked out unconscious on the floor. Um, Mendoza's in the ring with his music playing. Lars Sullivan comes out to his music and just buries Mendoza without saying a word. And Lars is a bastard, and that's his character, so fine by me, as far as I can consider. Indeed. I think I think the promo afterwards, which said he was coming back, 
eat his way back to the top again. He wants to get back in the title picture. Hmm. Uh, Keith Lee was in action again against apparently someone that Matt knew and I did not. Yeah, so it's something Menzies. Luke, I can't remember. Luke, Luke Menzies. Menzies. He's a former Hull FC rugby league player. Um, I think he played for about seven or eight seasons. Um, he, he's been in the performance centre about six months, I want to say. Um, yeah, but he's he's just... To the Wikipedia machine. Yeah. Indeed. He, I don't know why he left rugby league, but there was a reason. Um, but yeah, he's he's a former rugby league player, um, he, and he faced Keith Lee. And as I said earlier, Keith Lee is amazing. He was doing hurricane runners. He was doing like he was jumping over him, and then you know the spot where one of them jumps up in the air and then lies on the floor, and you know all all the kind of agility spots and just doing all of them. You know the one where you get, you get in the corner and jump over the person running behind you, Every, like all of that stuff he was doing, and he just looked like a monster. Keith Lee is amazing. I do like I, when I saw Keith Lee the other week on NXT. I went, "This guy is good. I like him. Very good. Very, very, very good. Entertaining, and he could well be an absolute star." Yeah, he's got this thing where it's like um, I, for, I forgot. He's like got this little phrase that he says, which I really liked, and I can't remember it for the life of me. To the Google. Um, <sighs> It's probably on an XT, but like YouTube. And it's potential. No. Uh, no, no. His name's Limitless, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. They said that quite quite often. The yeah, that's his. Like he's, he had it on his teacher. That's it. Basking in the glory of Bask- King Yeah, and they all sing. Um, uh, oh, basking in his glory. That's yes, all he did throughout the match. Americans don't understand for ball chance. No, I don't. Yeah. Uh, Pete Dunn and Ricochet versus Undisputed Era, which I didn't see any of, but I did see some of the aftermath on Twitter and Facebook where <clears throat> Ricochet and Pete Dunn uh, were arguing about their friend, like their match. Because I assumed they lost from the video. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was like, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna take that gold off you. Um, each talking about how they're going to take the UK Championship. or Yeah. North American off each other, which I thought was quite cool. So basically, it was a really good match, but um, Pete Dunne was outside the ring fighting with Roderick Strong. Um, Ricochet does one of his big flips over the ring, but misses Strong and hits Pete Dunne instead. Um, and that's how the, the era managed to win the match. Anything that the under, Undisputed Era do, though, is good. So, Yeah, like I say, it was a good match. There was one quite awkward spot where Pete Dunn did an Akamura with a German suplex and landed somebody on the back of their head rather than their back. But um, he, he was throwing them backwards enough for them to roll over before like coming fully down on it. But it, it, it did look really awkward. I can't remember whether it's strong or Adam mm. Cole, but other than that, um, there wasn't really any botches to speak of. It was a really good kind of match as you expect from those four wrestlers. Um, yeah. It, it, of course, it, it leads to really Pete well. Dunne versus uh, Ricochet coming up. Which yeah. And also the War Raiders revolved, weren't they, from what I've just read? Apparently they came... Did they come down at the end of... And the save instead. Then? Yeah, after the match, they came down yes, and sorry. down. Yeah, so undisputed. the Undisputed Era, the three of them got in the ring to because they had uh, injured Pete Dunne or hit all the moves on Pete Dunne 
finish the match and mm-hmm. then um, dragged Ricochet in from the outside to do some more moves on him. And that's when the War Raiders came down and stared them down because obviously we had them interfere in the tag uh, after the tag match on Takeover. Indeed. So they'll be coming in. Which I think I think they're the ones who are most credible to take the titles off Undisputed Era. I don't think it would happen though because I think they'll just do what they normally do and <clears throat> be absolute bastards and keep it. And that's what we'd like to see. How long are they going to keep it? For? I, I mean, I'd like to see them keep it until they go up, but. Are they coming up anytime soon? Or I don't want them to because they'll get destroyed. Cole needs to win the uh, big, needs to win the win the big one before they go up. Honestly, he does. So. He needs yeah. he needs to win the big one. Mm-hmm. To give him more flexibility. I'd, like, I'd like to see them try and do the clean sweep in NXT. You know, one of them have the North American, Cole have the NXT, and the other two have the tags. That'd be incredible. Well, Bobby Fish should be back recently soon. So when Bobby Fish is back, you could have um, Roderick Strong go for the North American title and win that. Yeah. Yeah, that's, and have that's what I'd like to see. Yeah, and Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. That's it, Kyle. Indeed. Uh, other than that, this week in wrestling, there were some announcements from NXT. So NXT last weekend, NXT UK did their tapings. I've only seen one spoiler. They've released images of the new women's title, which I think looks sick. It looks it's really awesome. nice. It looks. It's pretty much. What they've done with WWE main roster titles with men and women, they look the same, but the women's is smaller and white leather. Um, And I think they're going to be changing the NXT UK men's title. So it's got NXT in the middle of the the British kind of design. Yeah. Uh, It looks looks very royal. Yeah, it looks very nice. Um, But no, they had a... A women, obviously, the women's title match was then decided on the second night of tapings, um, which we're not going to spoil, but it's out there if you want to find out. Yeah. Um, again, we haven't really we've seen teasers of when it's coming out, but we haven't had been given a date, which is really annoying because <laughs> I want to hear my B Tech Ballad chant going around. <laughs> you won't hear it. You won't hear it because they'll bleep it out, or they'll they'll, they'll, they'll mute it out. Or then I'll just be chance of fuck you, Smoothman, coming back the other way. Kind of <laughs> I love you too, Vince. Um, but yeah, other than that, we've 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 talked about it, but we haven't really watched it. But it's Will Ospreay and Jimmy Havoc and their big mm. progress match over the weekend. Oh, I, I sent you guys the promo. Uh, the promo. I watched the promo. Oh, I've seen bits. I saw bits of it because I'd saw bits of them having their own like little conversations about it. Mm. Um, when they first announced it, but my God, that promo is something else. Because, I mean, I'll be brutally honest, I don't know that much on the history with Havoc and Osprey. And I, I, know, I believe I Jimmy Havoc won. So when Progress first started, obviously they didn't have a title, but they had this staff, didn't they? Yeah. Um, I think he was the first winner I believe. Yeah, yeah, I think um, it was. It was either him or it was either him or someone else very and he was very early on to have it, one or the other. Yeah, he was he he'd had it. Obviously, Will Ospreay when he was making a name for him for himself on the independent circuit in the UK, obviously did a lot of work with progress, and that's probably where he's been on WWE's radar. Um and New Japan, I suppose. Yeah. Um I and I think it's the it's the idea of I think over the last couple of years. While Will Ospreay's not really been doing much with progress, 
um, he's pretty much called out and said Jimmy Havoc isn't Jimmy Havoc anymore. He's just James, yeah, which I think is it's great. It's scathing. It's scathing. And it's it's very. it, it looks like it's clearly the one more time end, feud to end all feuds, but in, in certainly in British wrestling. And, oh, I'm going to – I really want to see it. And I know someone who's going to go and see it. And it's really doing my nutting. He does photography, and he may well be doing photography for progress. And it's really gutting, my, gutting me that I can't go. And, like – as somebody who everyone will realise I don't watch any indie wrestling at all, when you sent that promo through, I I looked at it just because you guys were talking about it in the chat, and the further into the promo it got, the more and more and more I wanted to watch this match. And I'm so I like Jimmy Havoc. I've seen like a few YouTube videos where he's doing his more mental stuff, you know, where there's somebody mm-hmm. on the ropes and he's got a, a, an axe to the back of their yeah, head. Yeah, he's got an like axe that. many a time. I think he tried to take the axe to uh, to. Will Ospreay. James Ellsworth. Oh, yeah, because, <laughs> in, yeah. In, in IPW, which is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. But no, I think the match actually has already taken place, though. I think it happened on Saturday because I don't think Will Ospreay could do the one in Wembley. So what they've done is they brought it, they did it at the last whatever hey? thing. Yeah, I'm sure they did. Because I saw a so video. Of, I saw a video of him um, jumping off some speakers and landing on a table with. Jimmy Havoc on it. Yeah, um, I'm genu- well, I'm genuinely sure that it's already happened. Whilst Chris looks for that, I'll just say like Osprey. All I've seen is the flips, and but it still just makes me want to watch. Like I don't care. However, the match is booked. I just want to see those two fight each other. It, it looks like a well booked feud. It looks like Champa versus Gargano, but on an indie scale rather than a WWE scale. Yeah. I genuinely, because I think he did that, and then he did um, Defiant on the Sunday or whatever. Yeah, Chapter 75, which was it on... Hasn't happened s- yet. Chapter 75 has, I believe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ha- yes, it has. It oh, has happened. Shit. Because I remember seeing. That's why I was like, I need to see this because I need to get Demand Pro. Because well, because I saw a video of Will Osprey bringing out all of his progression to. So there's like a video that Progress put on, and it's um, literally all of the different attire that Will Osprey's worn while he was in Progress. I think, and it's just different people wearing it, and they come out and then open the like they set up tables around the ring. And then Will Ospreay comes down, and then there's a video of, um, obviously Will Ospreay having his merch, or not his merch, his uh, attire spelt wrong. <laughs> no, but, no, but the, 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 the thing is, though, it's a very, very, very well shot promo. It, yeah, it was very good. Um, I believe there was thumbtacks involved, tables, all sorts. Because I saw a photo on, because obviously I follow Will Ospreay. Very much. You follow um, him to his fucking house, you creep. I don't. I know where he lives, though. <laughs> you do, and that's what scares me. I, I said I had to send a t-shirt back, so that's how I know where his house is, or his old house, or his parents' house. One of the two. I don't know. Or but, the um, warehouse where they keep the merch. No, it's a genuine house in Essex. Literally, the. the <laughs> I got an email because I sent an e- This is a massive tangent, but I don't really care. <laughs> he sent an email back saying, look, I want to send this T-shirt back. It's just too small. What do I need to do? And and the, obviously, he's he must obviously reply or whoever uh, replies. And he just said, oh, can you send it to this 
this address. And then Alice decided to Google that address and found out it was just a normal house. That is madness. So he does his own merch. Sick guy. But yeah, um, I follow him very heavily on Twitter and Instagram. And on Instagram, there's a video, uh, a photo of him with like loads of pimples in his back from where he's landed on the tax by the looks. Madness. But yeah, that's that one. And then the last thing, last thing, is uh, if you follow Rev Pro UK, they are going to be free on TV. Yay! If you've got BT Sport. Uh, no, if you free have sports. So if you have Virgin Media or you have Freeview or Sky, it's Ooh. called Free Sports Channel, um, and they're going to show it. I don't know when. I think they're not going to show it for another month or so. I think they're going to do the recordings, and then they'll be showing like oh, two, three weeks after. So they're not going to be up to date. But I did see that on the Twitter's Twitter machine. So that got me a little bit excited. Yeah, um, it's about time we got some more. Because world of sport is rubbish. It's, it is crap. We know that. We have seen it is crap. So, after that long, <laughs> in, unintentionally long podcast of many different tangents, um, that is it, I think. Yeah, I think that's pretty much covered it, to be honest. Pretty much. Um, hopefully, Jack will be back next week. This has been a podcast of tangents. Um, yeah. Just, yeah, Jack's working, unfortunately, which is the reason why he couldn't make yeah. it today. So to be fair, it had to be a podcast of tangents, otherwise it'd about been about twenty minutes long. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is true. Um, as always, follow us on the Twitter at BadBookersWP. All of our tweets done mainly by Jack, uh, if he's around watching the the live shows. Give us five star ratings, boost this podcast so people are more aware of it. Share it on Twitter, Facebook, wherever. Some kind reviews wouldn't go amiss either. Indeed, because I'm fed up of seeing Kev's review of this is definitely a podcast about wrestling, a wrestling podcast, if you will. It's the most annoying review I've ever read. (laughs) It just sums Kev up, but yeah. Kev, fight me. (laughs) I'll box you, YouTuber boxing. On that note, (laughs) on that note, thank you very much for listening and see you next week. Bye. Bye, guys. See you later. (laughs) See you next week.